I haven't seen them in so long. I know it's been it's been a hot minute, man. It's been too long. Well, then come fucking over. Like I, I know. Just, <laughs> easy fix. I know. You could we could we could meet in the time it takes to record this podcast. Like if we hit record, and then in mm-hmm. like in another world started driving to meet each other, we would get record to the while point. driving. I mean that's a that's a smart and safe idea because it saves time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is kind of what I, I mean. Think. More memorization, but. uh yeah but i mean i didn't listen to this album at all for anything so like why it's not going to change anything if i'm driving that's true if anything we'll just (laughs) make things better because you can have it on in the background that's That's the backdrop to the whole podcast is your car audio of the album so we only have the length of the song to talk about it Mm. yeah that'll be hard for me to talk about the song while i'm listening to it and talking about it in the moment that's what fresh hot takes are right this this what this this is what i that's actually a really good point is that ultimately <laughs> what this podcast is this season is my fresh hot takes yeah and your like studied like informative takes so all, oh, all in all then yeah all, all all in all has it been a decent week yeah just in general because you know starts off on a good foot and yeah yeah it's been nice it's been a great week Works busy as hell great but, week. Uh, mm. it's been good Oh, work's busy. Work's busy. Oh, you weather's w- weather's pretty good. Yep. Work's busy. See, um, this is what we're known for: is recurring bits. Recurring bits. <laughs> All about, the callbacks about dull bits too. About dull conversation. <laughs> oh, good lord! Welcome. Hey, remember to... when we had that shitty bit? <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> I remember there was one bit. I think in the BNL season that like. We were on vastly different pages, mm-hmm. but we both were doing that a bit, happens. but we were both doing different bits. And so I remember like we at one point, one of us like, okay, wait a second. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> we had to like break the wall and be like, what are we, what are we going on about here? But that, that's not happening anymore. That's the season definitely one sounds mistake. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's rookie three. mistakes. Yeah. Rookie mistakes. We're not, we're pros. We're seasoned we're veterans. veterans. So speaking of seasoned, welcome back to season three of the RS podcast. This is Radical Face RS episode two. I'm JD and I'm Nick, and love is real. We've love decided real. that that is our um, uh, slogan, the tagline yep. for the season. It's not blind; um, it's real. But love is real. People who are blind can love yeah. because love is real. But love is not blind. Love, you yeah. know, honestly though, real talk, love can be blind. Hmm. Like yeah, I feel I like. I feel like love can be blind because I, you, you know, you get blinded, you make mistakes, and yeah. you, you do things. You, you, you don't look at red flags. This you don't true. see the things that are right in front of your eyes that other people are seeing. But this is Especially not a relationship advice. Why? What? That's the show. Red flags. Love is blind. Oh right, that's the yeah, that's the one. That was the bit. So you remember how we was... just talked about being seasoned veterans? <laughs> 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 See, this, is, this is it this is what CJ, we're known for <laughs> cj today she goes she if you guys are um long time listeners to the pod uh, cj came in once during i think the fresh hot take for um the new disaster yeah new disaster um i was talking about work today and i was like we're recording um episode two of the podcast tonight and she goes oh have fun she goes where can i listen to episode one by the way like kind of like a sly and i was like it's nowhere. not out yet like nowhere yet and she goes oh dang it and i was like you really think that 
I would have released the episode and not said anything <laughs> to my friends and family. Like I was just gonna go for like the soft, just like oh by the way, like if you want to find for a soft puzzle. launch meeting, we're not trying also, to get any listens. Right? <laughs> <laughs> also, the, we're gonna listen to your podcast anywhere you can get a podcast. Anywhere. Apple, Sp- all the places, anywhere. people. Yeah, you you can find it in a library. They I don't know why we're right telling away. you because you clearly have found it. You're here. But... If you're if you're here, you're listen. You're well. Yeah. If you're here and you're not listening, does that just make it background noise then? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of But on. also, if you're here and listening and someone else asks you where you can listen, you better tell them literally anywhere. Literally. Don't yeah. give them any specific answers. Nope. Like, if they if they say, like, okay, like, where do you listen? Just say, I listen anywhere. And, like, just act really, con- <laughs> act really confused by their follow-ups. Like, you're, like you are giving yeah. them the most obvious answer. And they're like, I just, like. Confused I don't- or just be cagey as hell. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Standoffish and rude. I actually no, that's almost that's w- weirdly a better idea because <laughs> that makes it sound more like exclusive. Like this they're like, true. why is why won't he tell me? Why is he protecting it? It must be such a good podcast or something like that. So I think I I, I agree with your idea. Be cagey, um, be rude depending on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't like them, hey, great excuse to be rude to them. Yeah. Um, love is real, but it's okay to be rude. Like that might be the that's, parenthetical. That's the full. Yeah, love is real parentheses, but it's okay to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we got that out. We figured that out so early in the season. Yeah, um, our new our new slogan, our new tagline. So I mean, it could have come in episode one, but you know, it could. You and gonna, you know, what are you gonna do? Historically, in most uh, podcast, TV shows, whatever, mm-hmm. the slogan is figured out before it starts, or at least before they release it. Right. Um, but again, we're, we like to do things a little unconventional. We like to uh, we like to take the big old uh, book of rules and just kind of throw it out the window, right out and, the window. and go whoopsie doopsie. What do we do? We like to have a little <laughs> fun around here. So, um, well, you're be- welcome back once again to Radical Face R Us, the show where uh, we talk about music. The one and only uh, show where we talk about Radical only- Face. Yeah, and the one on the show where anyone talks about Radical Face, honestly. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. Because he was on... Because I heard he about on, him on a podcast. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Who have done more than one episode yes. on Radical Face. The third episode will be there. The third, sure. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So, um, you got to take it from here because you're the one that knows the music. So We're jumping in? But, no. I will say that you go, you, you're like, you're like, they're one of my favorite bands. Like, I love everything about them. You know, and then no explanation. Band, all these things. Well, no explanation. But then, <laughs> then after the first episode, I was, or maybe it was the end of the first episode. I was like, all right, so which one's next? And you're like, I think it's the red one. And I was like, you don't even know the name of the album nope. that comes. You're like, there's the red one. There's the blue one. I think there's, there's a red, thing. blue, like, green, and white. Red, blue, green, and white. And you're just like, it's the red one. I'm like, and I don't, this isn't Weezer. Branches, <laughs> leaves, bastards, and roots. But this is, I mean, and that's in the wrong order, I think. Yeah, it's no, it's roots is first, and then bastards is last, and then Such the is leaves life. is green, <laughs> the branches is blue. Are these and, are these song I don't titles? Know which no, those are the album. The, oh yeah, the these leaves. are the songs of this album. The, the leaves is green. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the branches is blue. Well, explain to explain to uh, me and everyone else, the other couple people that are listening. Um, what the concept of this family tree is, because like like we've been talking yeah. about the next what four albums are kind of a batch together. Is We're starting it. it, yeah. Today is the start of the family tree series. God, he literally just pulled out a book. I got my book. For, this is a podcast, and he just yeah. pulled out a book. Oh, I te- it's, we were texting it's story earlier, time with Nick. I think, and and I told him we were we were trying to figure out. He's like, I think this is how much I'll read and not Super read. Super unhelpful, like, by the way. 
what my advice to you? I don't know the book, dude. <laughs> so I told them, I said, I'll just cut you off when I'm bored. <laughs> when yeah, If I'm bored, that means the audience is bored and we should move on to the next thing. So no warning or anything. I feel like when we get to that point, I will just... Uh, I'll just kind of cut you off when I yeah. feel like well, it. Well, no, I've tried I've tried to make as many notes as I can so there is as little reading as possible because sure. I don't want this to just be reading from a book. I'll read Nor do I. Experts? Experts? Experts, yeah. Experts. Experts 360? Yeah. It's the latest <laughs> evolution of this next-gen Pokemon. Experp. Okay, hear me out, guys. <laughs> what if the next Pokemon is called an expert? <laughs> it looks like coughing. Mixed that has muck. exhaled, right? <laughs> did you see? Did you see the new trailer that came out today? No. But then uh, there was a new trailer for Scarlet and Violet that came out today, and you know how the past few games they've had like regional evolutions or like regional variations, right? Like, um, yeah. So they've got you remember Wooper from season two, yeah, or season two Gen two. Um, they've got a new one of Wooper, and it's ground poison type, but it's basically Wooper who is like a blue Pokemon, um, but purple and no but brown with like purple Rounded like purple. lines. Okay. And so somebody was like, we're calling it pooper, right? <laughs> like we have to call it pooper. <laughs> it's a brown whooper. It's a pooper. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, so talk to me about the family tree. And, and so the family stuff. tree series of four albums, or I guess three and kind of an EP collection is the bastards um, where every song is a story that is all intertwined and each song is a story about a person that is along this family tree. So today we're going to start it with The Roots, 2011. Uh, and one of the first songs is kind of the beginning of the tree, and everything else rolls from there. And Now, do you know, you, and you might not, mm -hmm. but um, when he started this, like when this album came out in 2011, yep. um, 2011, 2011, 2011, how much of the future did he have planned out? Like... Did he have a general layout and then obviously each album was written independently or was it kind of like, I'm going to do this idea, but I'm just going to kind of roll that. Like, do you know anything about like the overall so planning what, of it in, in, I don't know exactly. Okay. Uh, so let's just move on to the, here. yeah. Uh, in the podcast that I listened to that I told, talked about last episode, mm -hmm. he said that this series was a simple idea on paper that ended up ruining my life. Uh, <laughs> I can relate to that. Uh, he's said that he has four songs that were never recorded in this series. Um, and then, yeah, this says in the book, the foreword talks about how it was just a small idea and that he always wanted to write a family saga. Um, and seemed like a topic he could put a lot into. Um, the original plan was to have two interconnected records, one covering a generation of people. So like each one a different generation. Oh, okay. He just kept writing. I was like, what's, what's the um, other one covering? And then by the time he was sitting down to record Roots, he had over mm -hmm. 40 songs. So I guess I do oh, have geez. an answer. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad because I yeah. was going to eventually say, okay, so you didn't answer my question, no. but I appreciate the monologue, but you actually did answer my question. I did. I did. I got there. Okay, I knew it was in that paragraph. I just had to right, find it. Right. And you just figured, let's read the whole thing exactly. and see where we end up. <laughs> Rather than read it twice just to get there and right. go back for the original point. Yeah, I figured that was That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, so yeah, essentially, so yeah, a few, he changed a few, yeah. but had had a bunch going in. Got um, it. Yeah, eight years right. of four complete records instead of two, and it did nothing for his fame. It did nothing. No Absolutely kidding. nothing. It is so funny, you know. I, I I've thought about this with um, 
uh, I used to work. I've, I don't. I've talked about this a little bit before. Mm-hmm. I used to work for SourceFed, which is a, a you know an old YouTube channel. When I lived out in LA, and I was just telling some coworkers the other day that it was funny because one of the one of the years we were at VidCon, we were set up our our, our SourceFed table was set up right next to the Vine table. Um, oh, it was Vine or Snapchat. It was one of the. It was Vine or Snapchat. Uh, I think it was Vine. And every hour or two, you know, they'd have like a new person on the stage, kind of or not, you know, yeah, like stage kind of Q and A fan stuff. Every time there would be just a swarm of teenagers. I'm like dozens and dozens <laughs> of just crowding the stage and freaking out. And I remember whoever was there at the table at the at the or whomever was there, him, he, she, he was whoever was there at the table with me. We would um, turn the corner and kind of look, and we'd go. I have no idea who that person is. Just and all fine stars. It was just yeah, people I'd never heard of. Like, and you know, I was at the time I was like 21, so it's not like I was old. But there were like these 14 and 15 year olds yeah. who are like world famous to some people. I don't have no idea it is. And I thought about that a lot with Spotify, where you'll see certain artists, you know, like Radical Face being one of them when we first finally started. Because I, like I had said, like not listened to them for a while, you know, prepping, right. knowing we were going to do this. So you you know you go to their their podcast and by not listening to them thing. for a while you mean like never having listened held yes off. leading up not well like once we had break. talked about it yeah. yes exactly yeah yeah but you know you go you go to Radical Face you go to their Spotify page and Welcome Home Son has two hundred thirty eight point seven million streams oh yeah like that is that and you look at the roots I think the one that has the most is seventeen point seven it looks like Black like Eyes? that's not nothing uh Ghost Town Ghost Town. Uh, ghost towns has 17.7 but it's just crazy that like certain i say this because i made fun of ben not or you know reckless not being famous in actuality it's crazy how big certain acts can be in their own little worlds oh yeah like again here's the you know the 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 um episodic mention mountain goes there it is um my favorite band you all know They're, it. You, you all know, love it. You all know it. You're ready for it. For it. You've got your bingo card. You're like, when's he going to say it? I'm going to, I've got my shot ready. Um, but it's the same deal. We're like, even, you know, I've been a fan of theirs for 11 years now. And every album, it always feels like they get a little bit bigger where it's like, this is their breakthrough on like a couple albums ago when um getting into knives came out. A lot of the reviews were like, this is going to be the album that really opens it up. But like, that was the sunset tree in 2005. And that right. was beat the champion 13. So they get bigger and bigger here and there, but in reality, nobody knows who they are. Nobody knows who Radical Face is. We talked about this with Impractical Jokers because I'm a huge Impractical Jokers fan. Mm-hmm. One thing my family always says is like, I don't know how they do this anymore because they have to be so famous and blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yes and no. Like, yes, mo- they're very, very famous. They do, you know, arena tours and stuff. But famous but New York so City right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is you can be so small, but yet so big within a small audience. Exactly. Exactly. And when you're in one of the biggest cities in the country or in the world, like, you know, New York, Chicago, L.A. There's a lot of people who who don't know who you are. So, like, you can have millions of streams. You can there's there's artists who probably have billions of streams on Spotify that we've never heard of at all. You know, like, it's just certainly let me see it. So it's just it's just interesting. So, like, I mean, it was um, just the other day. It made me feel old. I saw something on Reddit that was like the highest grossing tours of the year. Yeah, it was, it was like, like Coldplay was and... like way down the list and Bad yeah. Bunny was like number one by a long shot. And I was like, I don't know that I've ever heard of them. That was because uh, I just saw one that was like over the past 30 years and it was like oh, Rolling no, Stones. Was just and this year. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. 
and you didn't have no idea who Bad Bunny is? No. I feel like I've heard the name before, but like yeah. I certainly had never seen a face that was like on the picture. Yeah. Or right, have heard right. any song. Yeah, here it is. This is the article you found. Um, and don't say anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to try to guess again. So full top 10 list oh, of Cole Star's 2022 worldwide tours mid-year. So this is from, yep. it says it is from November 18th, 2021 through May 18th, 2022. I really feel like I only recognize like I was like Coldplay's on there. As I yep, said, Bad Bunny. They're at number nine. Yep, Bad Bunny's number one. I really don't. Where's the Bible start? Genesis. Yep, they're number two. <laughs> What's the worst fucking right, American Kansas. fucking... Nope, nope. The worst <laughs> fucking American fucking rock band ever to fucking perform. The Eagles. Yep, they're on there. Oh, you're seven. talking your list. No, I'm looking at the top ten. I'm just giving you hints that are relevant to me. Yeah, but you're looking at the top ten of what? Not my the list I was talking about that was. Just I'm looking this at the year. list. You yes, I'm looking at the list that I just told you the fucking date range. It's the well, mid year it. of 2022. From it's they they technically and it's Genesis from November. is on there. Genesis is on there. That doesn't make sense. I don't know what to tell you. Genesis is touring right now. Yes, <laughs> they are. They literally are. They got Phil back and they're doing like these shows in England and shit. I didn't I'm know dead that. serious. Okay, I'm dead serious. I watched a video of it a month or okay. two ago, and I was just like, <laughs> I had no that, idea. Looks, that looks weirdly boring. Well, and then the Eagles <laughs> are on there? Exceeded. Yeah, fuck those guys. So, um, yeah, you see how I would be confused by those two names being followed up? I was like, okay, this is not yeah, the right this, list. That's actually, <laughs> I mean, it is really funny looking at this list, the top 10. It is crazy to me how much of it, um, how, how varied this list is. Mm-hmm. So keep going. You got Bad Bunny, Genesis. Oh, boy. This um, is fun for everybody. Uh, it's BTS. fun for me. Yep. They're number four. Okay. I'll just tell you this. You're right. I don't want to bore people. So Bad Bunny, Genesis, Elton John, BTS. Oh, yes. Uh, you got your country coming in with Morgan Wallen and then Eric Church. And then you got the Eagles, John Mayer, Coldplay, and Garth Brooks. That is yeah. such an interesting swath of artists. It's all over like, the place. Yeah. One and two are Bad Bunny and Genesis. And then three and four are Elton John and BTS. Then you got country, and you've got the Eagles, John Mayer, and Coldplay, and then back to Garth Brooks. That's just really, that's very interesting to me. Yeah. So, um, but maybe not to you. So let's keep moving on. So, um, so this is the first in in the Family Tree series. Now, yep. Um, obviously, because of the name, because of the the idea of the concept, like the idea of the concept. Wow, that's one way to say nothing, JD. Mm-hmm. Um, because Continue. of the idea. Obviously, these four albums are connected in some way, right? They, they all fall under the same family tree. Are, are there songs or characters that are, I guess what I'm asking is like, is each song its own character independently or no. are there characters that are in other songs that are kind of looped together? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have, we have two songs today, I believe, that are the same narrator. Uh, so I okay, I don't know that I can tell you how often that happens in the because that's like, fine. You don't need to. I mean, um, yeah, I have not like gone through and memorized all of how they all interconnect, right? No, sure. It's I'm mostly well, here for the music and thinking that it's a very cool idea, and then for sure researched a lot. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not so, actually trying to like quiz yeah. you. That assuming you no, know everything, no, I'm I just know. trying to get a better. I, a I'm better just again stating that for. For everybody for everyone else so then uh, last question i have story wise mm-hmm. before I, you know we kind of i guess dive in or start where you want to start um uh is there 
so you know, think about the forty songs or four albums or however many it ends up being. Is there a narrative throughout it? Like, is there a story taking place, or is it more so like glimpses into these lives? More so glimpses into these lives. So I guess Got some it. of the okay. prep uh, that I can give is that it's it's more like an old. It's not like present day. It's a sure. lot like past. Like I envision it like, um, coming out of like the founding of the U.S. Where you're like, oh, that may- far back, maybe. So like, there's like roads and probably cars, but like pro- cars are probably newer. Okay, roads and cars. I want to. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm you understand still, time works. I know, I know. This when is did not, the country? When, I, when I was get the US I get this is a lot longer, and then I realized that I believe that they're stuff talking about trains, the, so that I was the probably US way too early. The U.S. was founded in 1776. I, I get it. Cars. I, were... I set it up, and then my first example in my head went to, "Oh shit, he's on a train. I gotta t- speed this up a bit." So there's probably trains and cars. There's uh, there's one ancestor from seventeen yeah. like seventy four, and then it's cars. Yeah, they they fast forward almost. But I, but I envision a lot of it like ca- they're in like cabins and stuff, and like hunting for themselves, right. like o- older times. Yeah. They've got heaters, but besides yeah. that, it's like really olden times. You know, that's rustic. Because one like, of them's got a smartphone. Okay. One's got a BlackBerry though. Well, yeah. So like early nineteen hundred. You know, what maybe I, maybe what early nineteen. I have no idea. Probably, okay. probably that's where it ends. I would guess, because there's a couple generations in here. So I think the newer sure. generations is probably there. Got it. And then the older ones are maybe late. The 1800s. older ones, because yeah, they're talking about like having to walk to their neighbors, like through the woods to like we find, take our, find our doctors scooters. and stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was telling my friend last night. We I called you last night at like to talk to my sister, the mm-hmm. three of us, at like eleven or something like that. It was fun. Um and I and then you hung up and I said I said my role in Nick's life is ninety nine percent like one best friend, right? Like always mm-hmm. got each other's back, always there for each other. He's one of my best friends. The other one percent is is antagonistic. <laughs> the other one percent <laughs> is just poking little by little, just so that you're like slightly ticked off. But it's funny to me. Like, what the fuck? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, call me three times in a row. I miss all of them. Like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? Like, so I yeah. text you. Hey. Well, you should. You, you yeah. Text me. Like, well, because I text you because I know you is the thing. <laughs> So I'm like, hey, is this a real emergency? Do I need to get on the phone? No, no, no. That's not what you said. I, that's, you did not that say, is absolutely is the intent. Real? I said I'm about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Is said, there something wrong? You said, uh, what did you say? I'm about to go to bed. Was just about to head to bed and okay, everything pretty. all right. And then I said, join this call. Not even in all caps, lowercase. Mm. And then you picked up and I was. my sister was telling me a story about how um, that I didn't know that one of my high school bullies had tried to ask her out one time in high school, um, which was a hilarious story. But I mean, I know ne- you never said emergency and wild. I didn't. Well, <laughs> that's my point, right? Uh-huh. It's like it, it feels like the office where. No, where, but if I ask if everything like, is right and you say, talk to me right now, you're going to think something's wrong. Oh, I didn't not answer your I didn't answer. I didn't lie to you. I just didn't answer your mm-hmm. question. It reminds me of the office where Dwight is like, Michael, you've got to come now. There are twins. And Michael's like, I'm sorry. You understand, right? And then it's like the two dudes sitting at the bar. Oh. Okay. So 
anyway to the music do we uh, is there stuff that you want to preface like how is this going to go yes. differently with this book? um so he said that he could write about shitty families forever so that that'll be a lot of what you'll see is shitty families um and a lot of the stories are mildly fantastical is what he says okay so there are okay. some some fantasy elements yeah, I, um, I was I saw something about that about like people having powers or like psychic abilities or yes. like futurist, you know. Yes, not like yeah. superpowers, but like interesting. Well, listen, interesting this traits. isn't about Iron Man. Exactly. This isn't about this isn't Marvel about or Man. DC. This is about real people with some kind of abilities. Yeah. And the last thing I got to note oh, is God. the follow up from last week's that I told yeah. everyone I was going to look into. Oh, Ben, the band, the band. So the. It was his brother, Emeril, is who I was thinking of, Got not it. his cousin. Got it. Okay. And then two other members, Alex Kane and Mark Hubbard, are there. Okay. At least some of the times. It was very I'm difficult glad, to I'm find. So I'm so glad you said that straight. Here. I feel like every... I made a promise. You did. And you kept your word. And I kept my... I'm going to give you credit mark. for that. You did. You did. And I and I, I um, respect you for that. You know? So... Kind of man I, I um, strive to be. Strive. <laughs> you dick. All right, so you literally just got finished telling a story about how you try and antagonize me all the time. <laughs> no, I said that you're putting words in my mouth. I t- yes. I said that 99 percent of the mm-hmm. time you I Is am your best friend and I got your back. Oh right. I said one one percent of the time, one day out of every hundred, I am antagonistic. One minute out of every hundred, I'm antagonistic. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, denying that, I'm just saying, get your numbers straight, Mister Mister Excel. That that minute is tough when you're in the middle of a serious conversation. His alarm goes off and he just gets that smirk. What does that happen? When have you been in the middle of a serious conversation? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, the, I listen. Here's the thing: I'm this not, is a bit that you just. I'm not one of those guys. Serious. Let's bring it down for a second. Let's make it serious. Uh, okay. First. Okay. I'm not. Put your phone down. I'm not one of those guys that I'm, I'm fully in this. Put your phone down. I'm not one of those guys that, you know, just can't can't not joke. You know, you're telling them the most heartbreaking story in the world, and then they crack a joke. That's not funny. That's not mm-hmm. okay. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who will make a joke a couple levels before that, but then we'll bring it back down with you. Or I'm the guy that will be telling a really dark story, and then I'll kind of end it with a joke because I don't want it to just be like, and then that's how this story ends, you know? But at the end of the day, I'm a good listener. I listen to so much music and so many podcasts that I've really honed the skill of listening. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, that's why we guys, talk so much on this podcast. Is you, just shut up. Because I'm a, a really good listener. And I think that's why we talk so much on this podcast, is that it's because we're listening to each other talk. Um, feels about right. Shut up for a second. I'm not done. So I just kind of feel like... I just want that to be known. Anything you want to say? No. All right. That's great. I so think that, do wanna... that sums you up pretty well. <laughs> I think that's a clear picture of who you are as a human <laughs> and what you Here's bring to thing. this world. I think the people are going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you think you, you got to give them I'll credit. Say. They're smart. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So I hope they do. <laughs> um so do we want to get into the music like, getting the music then or how yeah how are we doing yeah this? i've just got five more things to preface quick okay great perfect so start yeah. with all five of, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we we start off with uh with uh one 
does this does this track have a name then or it does it has what? uh names whoa plural Welcomes me through straits and through bends, but no matter how long I stay, it'll never know my name. I like so, it. I like it too. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, there's not too much there. It's a nice short and sweet no. album intro. Yeah, I like yeah. the lead into a pound of flesh. It's mm-hmm. pretty similar to me to Ghost. I agree. It's kind I, of it's like a, an interesting a lo-fi little, sort of. Yeah. Yeah intro yeah, into it captures the feel of the album but it's not mm-hmm. like a huge it's not that much its own thing yes it's yeah it's one of those things that would be hard to listen to on its own on its own outside of the context of opening the album like it's right. very pretty by itself um and i it could i guess stand alone um technically but i think like and you know all things considered it's kind of it's the intro to the album yeah um yeah. but i like it I really like the ending of "Oh, I'm a long way from home." It's just mm-hmm. how it like exhausted that is coming into mm-hmm. the whole context of everything. Right. Yeah. And I like. I do like. One thing I come back to a lot in this album is that I feel like a lot of songs, especially the longer ones, are structured very uniquely. So they're not. They're not structured. Um, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Like it's not like your standard song structure. Um, but I. So that's one thing I have a lot of. I picked up on a lot, but I also think there are a lot of moments in here, this album melodically that I really, really like that for whatever reason, just kind of speak to me. And one of them here is it's such a simple one, but that never know my name. Like when he kind of goes down with the guitar, Mm -hmm. every time I hear that, I just kind of go, Hmm, you know, it's kind of get a little, it's it's like comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's definitely like a bit of a sad feeling, but like you, yeah. 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 I like it though. Um, so it opens the album. Should we go into the main, the first main track then? Yeah. The, oh, that's not fair. The, the next track. Yeah, I don't want to call track it the first. Is a pound of flesh. Alright, so this song is tied to names. So they both kind of have the same story. So following this one, starting now, I will have the yes. same preface after every intro that we play. Uh, like so this give, song is about... You'll give a little bit of a tidbit of like the story of it. Exactly. Got it. Uh, okay. So this song is narrated by Judah, uh, who is the oldest son of William, who is from the next song we'll get into. Uh, and it, he murdered a, fam- a man for mocking his family. And that is... Uh, where we are in the song. So this guy's this guy has murdered somebody. Yes. We just and we're supposed somebody. to just we're supposed yep. to just be okay with that. We're supposed to be okay with murder. No. So what's happening in the song then? Is he on the run? Is I think he it, it, it like just, just happened. Got it. Okay. Is what I is what I get from it. Okay. Cool. Um, so what do you think about the song then itself? I really like it. I like the lead in. To a pound of flesh. I didn't know yep. before this that they were tied together, but it, they feel names in this. Yeah. Yes, that's thank you. Um, yes. It feels like it's a part of it, um, so it was nice to know that it is like the same story. I really mm-hmm. like the piano melody. I like how it gets to it quick, and it's more upbeat from the start. That's yes. Uh, that's a change of pace for him thus far. Yeah. Um, 
I yeah, I like the ending a lot too. The like I'm almost home, especially knowing the context mm-hmm. of the story and how like he just murdered somebody and probably can't so he's go running. home. So it's right. like I'm almost home, like I'm yeah, almost done, true. but you know that that's not really an achievable I, I, yeah, thing Yeah, you can't anymore. really go there. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think, so it reminds me a lot of the beginning of, of Ghost as well, where you had like the slower sort of, um, you know, not to be Intro. punny, but like a introduct- like ghostly introduction song uh, that leads into the next one that, you know, Welcome Home Son is very big and up, uh, not be, but very big for like an indie folk song and this one feels the same it's got the fast guitar strums it's kind of got the clap drumming um and so it feels very it it feels like a very similar story so far or like style so far and i think on the whole there's a there are more songs on this album like a pound of flesh musically yeah than there were than there were welcome home son and ghost like it almost kind of feels like he went okay this is what people were you know, pulled to the most. And this is what I seem to be doing better musically. So I'm going to do more things like that um, because it feels like on the whole, there's a, there are less songs that are very airy and spacey. Yeah. Um, and more that are, that keep going in some way. Yeah. He's got a couple still. It feels like he probably learned a lot is what it feels like to me. Cause we yeah. talked about a lot of the songs and ghost had that like really long intro took forever to get there. And like exactly. he still has changes of pace, but like sometimes oh it, for sure it'll for slow sure. down and end on a low, which I like, or it'll but have I think like a low ch- and then pick back up, which is always fun. And I I do feel like the changes of pace changes of pace in this album are more interesting musically than the last one, where it felt oh, yeah. like a lot of the changes of pace in the in go in uh, yeah in Ghost were like very slow airy intro. song in the middle that's either loud and bombastic or very slow as well and then kind of like an outro the same way yeah whereas this yeah changes a lot more um but i agree yeah so i I do like the song a lot i think i think it sets just like the first two of ghost do it sets a tone for the album and i think this one i think it sticks to it more this time than previously yeah i think one thing i'm worried about um i think uh and i mentioned something the opposite of this last time but i think one thing i'm maybe a little worried about um, with the concept of the family tree, mm-hmm. with knowing that each song is its own story or own character to it, you know, to some degree, right. that it's going to take away from the enjoyment of the songs independently, or not, maybe that's not the right way to say it. Um, take away the enjoyment of the songs outside of the context of the story. Yeah, like I think about a concept album like Milo Zylado from Coldplay, right? Like it's a very loose concept album. But it also you can listen to any song off that album and not feel like you're you're listening to tr- track three of a 10 track story. Right. What I'm worried about here is that there's not going to be a lot uh, as much relatable content going on. Well, okay, um, so and I'm not much, saying I felt that. I just no. want to say I'm, I'm, it's more of like something I'm, I could see being a thing. How much of the story did you look into it? Because I Zero. feel like, OK. Let's, zero. I, I, besides be the fun. fact that it's uh, knowing that it is a right. story of a family. Zero. Because I feel like I knew what the thing was, and I was like, oh, this is such a cool project, but it wasn't like I I could pick up the inner, like how, which songs each one's related to sure. without yeah. really looking into it. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of answers your question a little bit, at least from my That's fair. Like, yeah. Well, and I, I think, it. I also think, you know, and I said this last time as well. Um, one thing that's going to be interesting for me is this is the lead up to each album, right? Like listening yeah. to an album for the first time for two weeks. And I definitely felt that heat this time um, where my main objective for the past two weeks and especially the past like 48 hours is like 
recognize each song with the title. Yeah. Like if if Nick says we're talking about uh, like Severus and Stone or whatever it's called, like know which one that is. Right. When we're talking about Ghost Towns, uh, so so I haven't as again focused on the lyrics all too much like yeah. I didn't last time with a couple exceptions. And so I think next time what I want to do is read the lyrics for the next album while I'm listening, you know, at least once through right? just to kind of go, oh, okay. It feels like it's kind of about that, you know, like without the context of the story at all and right. just see if the lyrics speak to me without knowing what the story is supposed to be. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes so, sense. We'll try it. And I so think anyway. that's cool. Cause I think one of the things I've been looking forward to is talking about how they interrelate and seeing if you picked up on that or like any of that just sure. first time, you know? Yeah, um, not so far. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's right, I mean, we're, and we're only one album into the family tree. So the only other anyway. thing I'll say about this song, I always really liked the "We all trip sometimes" line. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, you know, like we all make mistakes. Yeah, and then when you're like, oh, he murdered a man, murdered somebody, right? You're yeah. like, well, um, okay. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey man, we all make mistakes. Sometimes we trip. Sometimes yeah. we murder somebody. You know, every once in a while we do something we shouldn't do. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's life, That's all baby. it is. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Uh, so moving on, uh, the next one is Family Portrait. All right. Family uh, portrait. Family portrait. So this is the beginning of the tree. Everything stems from this. Third in the album, Got but it. this is the beginning. Uh, so okay. William Northcote and his sister Victoria are the main uh, people in this song. Uh, I think William is the narrator. Uh, their mother died during his childbirth, and then their father kind of lost it and kind of turned abusive after the loss of their mother. Um, so this is kind of uh, them growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. And dealing with all of that, and it looks like if I'm reading the first verse, the first uh, couple stanzas correctly, it, he kind of almost recounts how his parents met, mm-hmm. leading up to the moment where she passes away during ch- during childbirth. Yes. Mama died in the night because the nearest doctor couldn't stem the blood loss. Yeah, um, and that's like the third stanza of lyrics. So everything up to that is a buildup. See, this is what I'm talking about: the nearest doctor, not the hospital. You know, that's well, why. Uh, where else would the nearest doctor be? They could be driving. They could have been like, get okay. in the Corolla. We're going okay. to the hospital. <laughs> Where are the keys? Yes. No, it definitely seems like one of those, like someone's got to go out and call the doctor, like, like run down the street yes. or, you know, giddy up down the street and um, get the doctor back there. So yeah. that definitely seems so like sometime a- between the founding of America and now cars. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so sometime. Yeah. I mean, and that, and that I feel pretty confident solid in that. Um, 250 year range somewhere in there. They, um, it's in there. It's in there. Yes. So, um, so what do you think about it? I like it. Uh, I love how forward his vocals are when they come in. Yeah. Has that a is, lot of that really is different cool, for them. Yeah. Up to this point. Yeah. It has a lot of really cool effects like that creepy cascading piano. Always. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, right. Really engaging. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like perfectly timed right after he reveals like how bad his dad is. That right. Timing is perfect. It's so haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, father's eyes were often vacant, but his hands were rarely quiet. Just. Oof. Yeah. 
that's one of those moments that's one of those things that yeah exactly that really speaks to somebody probably who has been in that situation who yeah yeah you know that's that's a really haunting way of writing of describing that yeah um i feel like it's one of the most tangible stories of the album one of the most detailed ones it does lose me sometimes Mm -hmm. um but musically or story-wise or just kind of as a whole i think musically like it's got those sure. elements that are cool, but I don't know. Yeah, about it's got it. like a little bit of a waltzy, like yeah. two three kind of time yeah. to it, which I kind of like. That it's interesting that the guitars uh, and on this one, at least some of the strumming is very just on time, like one yeah. two three two, as opposed to like da 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 da, like that kind of like constant strumming. It's with mm-hmm. the melody, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's da da da, and um, but it works though because sometimes that's that sounds really awkward but um i i mean i yeah i can see being lost here i think this is one of those songs where i go hey you know I, j- give you a hint into the future of the, you know my rankings like mm-hmm. there's nothing that i go back to this and go i gotta listen to this over and over and there's nothing that makes me go oh, i gotta skip it yeah like it works it's good there's yeah. nothing wrong with it it doesn't stand out to me i guess yeah but I enjoy no that's it, fair you know um so. yeah the last verse i don't know how much lyrically always always gets me how matter of fact it is so it's mm-hmm. right after his dad dies and mm-hmm. they like talk about many say it's the grief that did it i'd have to say it's because he hung himself the, <laughs> the matter of factness of it all yeah always right. gets me but like it has a numbness to it that feels so for realistic sure. for sure from the perspective of the narrator like of and course especially he's like numb you... after everything he experienced yeah, like when you when you have an abusive family member like that, and they and they uh, pass and they leave, mm-hmm. um, I again feeling blessed enough to never have been in that situation at this point in my Same. life. But like, I have to feel like it's a very conflicting feeling. Yeah. Of like, I'm glad they're gone, but I didn't want them. I'm not happy they're dead, but I'm glad they're gone. Yeah. Something you know. But, well, that's that's um, what, to be honest. Neither sister nor myself ever much regret his passing. Is how they right, it was a up. nice thing to always know that we could feed ourselves. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm, I'm never, I'm always wondering if that, like, uh, they just learned to take care of themselves. That's how I, that's how I look at it. Yeah. First, first glance, at least is like, but, um, we don't regret that he's gone, but it was nice to learn from that, that we can take care of ourselves, you know? Um, but out of necessity really more than like excitement. But, right. Anywho. Um, yeah, so we can go on. Uh, so the next one is Black Eyes. All right. Uh, so this is William again, uh, but now as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is talking about he's grown up. He's married or has a person uh, and had a couple kids. uh, And he is starting to follow down the same path as his father, uh, kind of turning into a bit of a mean drunk. uh, And he comes home one day to find his wife and kids have ran away. Mm. Um, And so from what I can tell, he has four children that were uh, fled. uh, Mm -hmm. One of which was the narrator of the first song. No context when I said that, but oh yeah, um, okay, got it. So the first got song it. was one of his children. Um, yeah, I so you know, good. It, it's 
it's very musically it's mm-hmm. very good um yeah. it it this is kind of what i was saying earlier about the welcome home sound like it's got mm-hmm. the oh the it's a darker feel for sure but it's musically it feels very like again driving clapping and like the and the driving guitar like and yeah. then the ooh, the ooh chorus and stuff um musically i really like it especially from the clip that you played where yeah. I th- it's a really cool dynamic where it's building and building and then it just cuts to just him and the guitar and then goes back to everyone coming in again. Oh yeah. I will say this is for, this is one of the first songs that like w- a lyric stuck out to me. Okay. And it was it was very much a passcode BNL sort of a feeling where the opening lyric is when you last left me my blood was in a jar and it's so weird to me okay. that it almost takes me out of what's what comes after it where i kind of go like wait a second what and it and it's such a such a um visceral thing that it i i spent so much time thinking about why that could be what and that why possibly, yeah. what that could mean and like why that would be any case in real life like what real case scenario would somebody have someone's blood blood like it yeah. just pulled me out so much that it was hard for me to keep up with the rest of it um because it just felt so out there, I yeah. think. No, that's yeah. fair. Um, Pretty, but I really like this one. I I don't know that this one really stood out to me when I first started listening, sure. but after hearing it live and having been like tell he always introed the songs when he before he played them or mm-hmm. a great deal of them. So yeah. having hearing it live and having been tell the story before, it's really grown on me since. I think the the synth backing to the piano and the harmonies that follow yeah. the chorus work really well, mm-hmm. um, and then I think the like the from the perspective of a bad guy is interesting, especially yes. after I've learned that it's like it has the humanizing piece of him like falling into the same. Well, like, it goes a little bit it's toward the all this time. Like, how many yeah. movies does that happen? You know, it's a very it's a little bit of an Alex Cameron thing. Yeah where yeah. the narrator is like objectively well you know whatever objectively the bad guy yeah but it is humanizing because you have context as to how he got to this place right or the fact that you're hearing it from his perspective in the first place is humanizing him yeah um, exactly and it, it, i agree it's it's interesting to hear a story a, a song from a genuine place from the villain yeah or, or you know so yeah yeah i do i do like it though i think this is one that sticks out to me as one of the songs that i i would get excited when it would come on when I was listening through. Sweet. Uh, you want to move on then? I sure do. All right. So Severus and Stone is next. Uh, so Severus and Stone. Stone is the narrator. Uh, oh, okay. Are of the song are sons of Victoria uh, from Family Portrait, uh, and this is about Severus. Is Victor- wait, wait, who's <clears throat> Victoria in Family Portrait? Uh, William's sister. Got it. Okay, got it. Um, and uh, this is about Severus passing away as a child, um, and Stone being there. Uh, and they also mm-hmm. have a sister, Abigail, as well. Uh, that isn't isn't a big deal in this song, but she'll come back later. <laughs> she'll come back. Don't you yeah. worry. Yeah. So yeah. you really like this one? I do. Yeah. I, 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 um, again, you, you, you're picking so far, at least like clips that I really like from each song. Hey. I love, I love those vocals a lot. The, oh, yeah. I, like it, it feels like at least for his stuff so far, 
again more forward like we said like the vocals are more forward but also that he that they sound a little more powerful from him like it's not very sufiani where he's yeah. like sitting back as much it is or as much as he could be he's like re- I don't, straining's not the right word but really like um uh, vocal i don't know, vocalizing it and like pushing it and like singing strongly as opposed to softly yeah yeah um, no for sure so i like that yeah and i don't again i don't know the, the context of, excuse me of the lyric um the don't you fear for me i'm where i'm supposed to be but i do like that as kind of like a finality it's not the last there yeah. of the song but of that section so there's like oh he just took the no. book out well i'm just i'm taking it to show you because i don't want to read it this is the only one in this album. It has Severus and Stun, and it's the whole page like talking, talking about it, and like interesting. It's it's not really like an explanation. It's like narrated from the point of Stone, like just more like a a story about the song. It feels like one of the biggest stories or center, centers of the album to me that will come back later. But I can't figure out quite the line that you picked out was right after he died. And basically, Stone after sees, the father died. No, after Severus dies. Got it. Okay. Stone kind of sees his ghost like pick up and like hears him from now on, and okay. he hears the "Don't you fear for me? I'm where I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. to be." Okay. So that is him hearing like his his now dead brother talking to him. So now, so we're now at the point where I'm starting to get a little bit lost because mm-hmm. I feel like I need you to tell me again who Severus and Stone are. Severus because you and, talked about the daughter. Yep. Who was from the early, Victoria? These are their her children. Her her children, yeah. and one and of them the, is dying. Their brothers, yes, and one of them dies, and the other one then like sees his kind of starts. Okay, as, and do we he, do we know how he dies? Um, it just it, I think it's just like a sickness is implied. Got it. Okay, he okay. was always okay. like sickly, and then so this is another Got one it. like she ran across in the woods to find the doctor. Got it. So the the idea is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I get it now. I get it now. And it's very sad. Yeah. It's very, Brother's very sad. Eyes were getting, yeah. I don't even want to. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to read that. Musically. It's um, really great. Back to back with eye, uh, black eyes. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I picked out the same, same line that you did. I really love the crescendo to that point too. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Sorry. I'm reading more of it now and it's really fucking with me. Some of the, uh, lyrics here. So yeah. So 10 it. years old. Uh, yeah. Nope. Yep. Yep, I get the picture. Let's not. Oh, they're twins. Um, Okay, so let's move on to the next one then. Um, It's a good song. The moon is down. Yep. Yes. I'm thinking about my twins and I'm thinking about. No, I got there. Gary. Yeah. Victoria's again. Uh, mm-hmm. So she is. It's narrated from her neighbor Tom, who is in love with her from afar. He never says anything about it, but watches out for her. If I can catch a glimpse of you, it helps me feel at ease. It helps me sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It's pretty sad to think about living a life that way. Um, so, I mean, so far, every yeah song. It's a downer. Is is a downer. Oh yeah. Are there? Ha- this is a genuine question. This isn't me. This isn't a bit. Are there happy songs in this in this series? Not I even in this so. album. But, yeah. Well, okay. I, 
I don't know. I think so. I, I, I there know are that a lot of that... these that I'm like, oh, I like this. And like, it's like the, this is an upbeat song. Yeah, but set, once right. you really dive into it. So I, I'm afraid that I'm going to say, oh, definitely. And then I'm going to find out the ones that uh, yeah, I haven't right, really right. dove into it yet. That I'm like, like oh, so many. It seems like one of those, because obviously I said, like, mm-hmm. I can write about, what do you say, shitty families? Shitty families or forever. Shitty families forever. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I think about mm-hmm. movies or TV shows where, or books, where um, I'm a big fan, like, you know, a big trend the past, I don't know, since Breaking Bad, really, is, like, the anti-hero shows, right? Yeah. Or, like, or Ozark, right? Oh, yeah. Really dark shows. And I really like really dark shows, uh, but not even that there has to be, like, comedy or levity to them. But there needs to be like something. It can't just be negative things yeah. happening to the characters. You need something the whole time. to give you hope and to bring you exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're like, all right. So this one's about this person dying. Okay. This next one is about this other person dying, and his brother watches him. This one is about someone who loves somebody but uh, doesn't say anything about it. Right. The next one's going to be about syphilis or something like that. Next one's going to be about having to put a dog down. Like it's going to be just the saddest series of songs. There probably is a song about a dog dying, isn't there? You know. cannot write. You can't write four albums of songs about a family and not have one about a dying dog. I have a song about a dying dog. My brother has a song about a dying dog. Ben Cooper has a song about a dying dog. I don't know. We'll find out. And if not, I'm going to write them. That's what yeah. I'm going to first that, add that to our list of questions for Ben. Do you have a song or have you written a song about a dying dog? <laughs> and if not, right. why not? And not that I want him to, but like, how have you not? Hey, I anyway. don't know. I'm um, not <laughs> so the song itself um i like it i feel like it's a nice kind of uh come down from the past couple that were a little bit more um Upbeat. uh full well yeah. i not even yeah like full sounding this okay, kind yeah, of like sure um goes a little more mid-tempo and slows it down a bit um but not too far where you're just like oh this is boring so i like this one it's it is musically nice yeah i i agree the piano and the guitar matching hits pretty well yeah um not my favorite, but uh, it's it's good. I like the you make the world seem small for a time. Yeah, though it's still too big for me. Is like like brings it back to like his context, right? But I like that like that feeling of like when you're in love with someone or you're like you're like you, everything just like condenses down to like you're just it's just the two of you. You know. You know it's it's I always go back to um uh. Oh shoot! Perks of being a wallflower. The in that moment, in this, in that moment, we were infinite. Yes. Um, yeah. And and it's that whole concept of that, like you said, like being with somebody that you love and who loves you, literally makes the world feel like it's melting away. Yeah. Right. Like you can literally be watching TV. You can be doing nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, you could have had the you would have the biggest troubles in your life going on, but like the world seemed small like th- yeah this was the world it was just us in that moment sort of a thing so yeah that infinite moment thing is always powerful yeah like it like it yeah and the way you explain that makes me like the ending of that too better in the context of he's like he never confessed he never like went for it and is not mm-hmm. with her so though it's still too big for me what am i missing here what do you mean like the narrator of the song never confessed his oh, love to this woman. Right. Though it's and okay. So it's sorry. Like I was, the world seems small. I'm sorry. When, you, when you said the end, too. I thought you meant you were talking about the end of this. It makes the end of the song oh. feel more powerful. To you. So I was looking at the, the, the end of yeah, the, okay. the song no, and you were, no. and I was like, what are you talking about? Yes. No, I know what you mean. Now. Yes. <laughs> the, though the it's still too line. big for me. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, you can see, you can see what that world could be like, but yeah. you never get that because you don't, you know, make the move. Right. 
Uh, you want to move on then? Yeah. Uh, does she? Is it implied that she is married? Or yes. Yeah, so she has children that will come and play later. Sure. I believe. Right. Well, Severus and Stone, right? Aren't they the kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Abigail. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, previously. Yeah. Uh, uh, previously on. I but I didn't know. I believe it said that like th- there's just no context. Like she wasn't married. It was like a out of wedlock, and they don't know who the father is. Got it. Okay. Okay. Because no matter what, it's still, the, the pining is still sad. But is it right. pining because and there's somebody else there, or is it just I want? Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's keep going then. All right. Ghost towns. Uh, so now you're back to Judah again, uh, who is the pound of flesh, mm-hmm. um, one of the sons of William, uh, and he is on the run since his murder. So knows he can never go home uh, and is kind of living with the consequences now. What happens when you murder someone? I know. You don't get to go back home, you know? I know. I see the world from rusted trains and always know I won't be back. Yeah. yeah. Li- like living life on the run. Yep. Um, yeah, it's I not like particularly it. groundbreaking in theme with that, like those types of lines. But I, right. I like all of them. Like also, like I've seen more places than I can name, uh, mm-hmm. and over time they all start to look the same. I feel like those, mm-hmm. the one you said and that one, all have that like, oh yeah, you, well, you got the wanderer here. But you got to get like time becomes a blur, sort of a exactly. thing where just everything blends into itself. Yeah, and I like the way he sings that. But I miss you. Because yeah. it feels like a like a longing, like yeah. a yearning for that, right? Like I miss I yeah. miss you. It's like you man, know, like, I wish I could go home and see. Yeah, people. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think of you, but everyone knows. Yeah, if you can't, you, if you can't let it go, because it's gonna. Yeah, you know. And I almost I almost kind of take from again reading these briefly. Like part of the reason he won't go home is because he knows that he'd be in trouble. Yeah. He also doesn't want to put his family in harm's way either. He doesn't want them to be brought or wrapped up in something. Right. Um, because he is there. Uh, yeah. I think but, there's definitely a bit of that to it. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I think musically, this is definitely one of my favorites as a little bit mm-hmm. of all the classic radical face elements, the upbeat acoustic, all the humming melodies. It's got the yep. clapping backbeat. Yep. It's got a little bit of everything. No, I, I think that's, again, it, it, it kind of goes, if I think of, at least so far in my radical face life, yep. if I think of Welcome Home Son as like the pillar of like a typical radical face song, yeah. this again kind of goes along that same area, yeah. right? Like it's, like you said, it has all those elements there. Um, I like it. All keep right. it. Keep it moving. So the next up is Ken. always finds me despite them being dead and gone. Okay. Okay. So I think, I don't know which character it is and I don't feel like I'm like super smart for thinking this, but it feels like somebody who hears his dead relatives, who hears or sees his deceased family. Yeah. Like he talks about grandma there, father's there. Maybe it's even, it's either William or maybe one of William's sons. Um, And it's just all of them. Like, you know, I, despite them being dead and gone, I hear them all the time. Like, yeah. It's 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 almost like it feels like a it's a little bit of like a sixth sense thing, like an I see dead people thing where it's like 
I mean, that one's a little bit more scary, but I mean, more like this person sees ghosts, yeah. but they're used to it. Like it doesn't scare them anymore. It's just part of their life is that, and they, it almost feels like, again, this is going off of yeah, I do my best looking at just a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that, you know, obviously the it's kind of like sci-fi right we're like what are the rules of time travel in this movie right so like what are the right. rules of go- of ghosts in this song it almost feels like they're projections that he's seeing happen more so than they are ghosts interacting with him at least the way it's described it's not like hey grandpa how you doing yeah. it's kind of like i see grandma doing this i see grandpa doing that i see dad yeah. doing these things like no that's how i take it through. too and you nailed it so this is uh virgil another son of william uh, and how he gets a weird trait after getting a blood transfusion from his cousin Stone, from Severus and Stone. Uh, this feels like fucking X Men. I just got yeah. shivers. So when he, you said he that. gets like a weird. So I, I don't remember how they describe it, but he's like something. Basically, he's like, yeah, something weird happens with the blood, um, <laughs> because of Stone's strange blood mixing with him. A dramatic change occurs, is how it's written. And, and so he can start, he starts kind of and seeing And so he starts ghosts. seeing ghosts. So this song is like, I, th- I guess him like, after after he's like, come to terms with it a little bit, or like... Yeah, exactly. He's starting to come to terms with it a little bit, but um, I think this is the first time we like, definitively see some of the fantastic elements. Um, you know, there was maybe a little bit in Severus and Stone that... Yeah, but this is I like would have definitely never gotten like, that from the song itself, but this one right. is definitely there. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. So I wonder. I, I guess I'm curious mm-hmm. because at least at, as far as I know, so far in the album in the story, William hasn't died yet, right? Like he hasn't. Is he? We right. haven't heard him die in a song, obviously. So like this is maybe more so in the future because he's seeing his father's ghost. So uh, I. It, I hear gram- grandpa's ghost. I don't know that we definitively know that it's... Father's, father's outside chopping wood like he did when he'd been there drinking or when he and mom were at it again. No, yeah. There you go. So I guess I, I guess you should do more research before you come hey. to this podcast because... I guess I should. Yeah, I've they're, been they're, the, the audience is expecting, you know, top-notch know. commentary. I know. Um, I, will, I n- will do better. I promise. <laughs> We'll offline this later, but yeah. just do better. Um, but no, so I, I feel like maybe it's more of an adult him or some, I, something happens to William at some yeah. point where, you know, so. Uh, yeah, it's pretty so slow I will, musically and longer than you'd think for how few yes. lyrics there are after like Agreed. the first two verses. And then it's it's well, there, it really but. feels like it feels a bit more like Ghost, like some of the songs on that one that were the slower, uh, yes. like spacier songs. This feels a lot like those. Yeah. Um, I've never been a huge fan of slow banjo picking. I like okay. banjos yeah. in general. I just something dun, dun, like, dun, dun, I feel like there was a B&L song with some banjo on it. Um, uh, and Me or Men. No, Wine and Dogs have a banjo on it. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it was, but it was on Me or Men. Um, mm-hmm. Everything had changed, I think is what it was. Okay. There, uh, and um, I think it was that one, but, but yeah, that's one of those things that just something about it, like doesn't, it pulls me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm just, you know, I'm really more reveling in the fact that I got the story this time more than anything. So I think that's, pretty yeah, cool. no, that's sweet. <laughs> no. Um, what do you think about it? Yeah. I li- like I said, it's, it's all right. It's, it's a little yeah. bit of slow. I right. do like the transition musically from him talking about his family that he's like seeing them, but they're dead and gone to ending with, I just, I hear them all the time. Yeah. Um, 
I'll also say it feels like this is a little bit of setup for this trait. You'll see that coming back. Okay. The tra- um, oh, like the psychic ish thing yes. or the ghost yeah. seeing the ghost. Got it. Okay. Did you know there In was an actor way, shape, or form. named Ben Cooper? Uh, who won a Golden Boot Award in 2005 for his work in Westerns. Oh, no. He was a cowboy In 2005 in Westerns. He won. Well, he won it in 2005. He died in 2020 at the age of 86. So when he Mm. won in 2005, he was uh, 72, 71, 72. Um, Gotcha. uh, Interesting. I didn't know that there was also a cowboy. So uh, anyway, keep going. (laughs) All right. The next one is the Dead Waltz. back to tom uh neighbor of victoria yeah uh, but now we're on uh victoria's daughter abigail uh so i assume victoria's passed now and how our uh, neighbor uh, is still looking out for her um so oh, she's looking out for her not necessarily yes no so she like this is another fantastical one so she has this like sleepwalking thing where she walks okay. on water and he mm-hmm. asks her to like tie a bell around her ankle when she goes to bed, so it like wakes him up when she's going. And this is oh, okay. again, Interesting. Like, this is again where I like get the old timey feeling because they're afraid of like if the townsfolk discovered that she was touched, that they'd burn her as a witch. As a witch, yep, got it. Okay. So like it's like a very much a hey, we gotta we gotta keep this thing under wraps uh, for your safety right. feeling. Okay, okay, I dig it. I can dig it. Um, you know, I think as a whole, it's one of those songs that I don't have many thoughts on. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. like I, you know, I don't think it's again, it's, it's a little bit like, um, what was the one earlier? Uh, family portrait. I think where I go, yeah. I don't dislike it. I think, isn't this one where at the end it, it builds pretty, pretty heavily, like the last maybe 45, 50 seconds or so. Yeah, I believe so. I liked that a lot when I listened to it for the, the last yeah. time. That I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Um, but Besides that, it doesn't, you know, nothing stands out to me for it. From yeah, I agree. I like how it's kind of, it feels, once I dove into lyrics, like it's split in almost two parts. The first is like an admiration towards her abilities. Mm-hmm. And then the second is like a fear of being found out. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, musically, it's it's pretty slow and has, has the build, but I don't know. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, keep going then. All right, well then the next up is Always Gold. All right, so now we are to the last two sons of William, uh, Robert, who is the narrator, and Kyle. Uh, Okay. Kyle. Yeah, and it's just about them growing up and being close, and one of them was more stable and always there, and the other uh, a bit more aggressive and reckless and uh, mm-hmm. always coming home to his brother. We were opposites at birth. I was steady as a hammer. Yeah. yeah. No one worried because they knew just where I'd be, and they they said you were the crooked kind. Yeah. yeah. Crooked kind um, is a song later in the series. Um, what? Aha. Uh-huh. Not what? today. Not today. <laughs> um, I think this one's great. I love something about that um, opening piano lick. Yep. 
dude, like it sounds that was that was off key, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it almost sounds very churchy to me. Like it almost sounds like a yeah. worship song, and I really like that actually. I think it works really well. Um, it melds with the with the um, uh, clapping and the and like again, it kind of builds into a more tra- maybe traditional um, radical face song. Yeah, as it kind of builds with that. But I think that's a really cool because it was one of those songs that I realized you talked about um, Kin being longer than you realized. This is another one where I didn't. Oh, for sure. I, I was listening where like that first, the the song doesn't really pick up for a minute twenty, maybe minute thirty. It takes a long and, time to get there, but yeah. But it doesn't feel like that to me, which not. I kind of I, I like that. I'm, I I doesn't I don't feel like Jesus. What are we doing? You know, like like we're. I think it's a there. little bit. It feels like it's moving the whole time, like just a yeah a and a half yeah. Crescendo. That's a good way to put it. I, yeah. I yeah. also really like the beginning and the build of it. Um, I like how the very beginning of it, it sounds like you're putting a record on. Yep. Um, yep. Classic. It, there's something about it that's just so good. Um, mm-hmm. It That last thing I think about that podcast that I'll say the whole time. Uh, yeah. But in that, Ben told a story about getting bored and singing alternative lyrics to songs in practice to just you uh-huh. know, shake things up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said accidentally once live instead of saying everything goes away. He, uh-huh. he was singing, why did God make me gay in the, in the concert? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> when you catch it, you go, oh, okay, yeah, that's gone now. That's great. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, so now the last one is then the Mountains. This is Timothy, the son of Robert from the last song, Always Gold. Um, mm-hmm. So his brother Christopher uh, was home for Christmas, and this is about them all spending Christmas together. Uh, his brother was in the service, and this is the last Christmas they spent together before he was shot in the war. Well, that is sad as, again. Yeah. <laughs> back to things being sad. Yeah. Yep. Um, I take the last one as happy. The one before, that's fit. Yeah, that's why I said back to things yeah. being sad. Yeah. Where like, and here we go again. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, this sounds more dismissive than I mean it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. I like it. Um, I, 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 again, it kind of comes and goes for me. Yeah. Um, where I, while I'm listening to it, I've got no issues with it. And then once it's over, I'm like, wait, what? Um, it feels a little less. Uh, and I, I don't mean this as a as a negative critique at all. Just like something I noticed, it doesn't feel necessarily like it's an ending song. Like it feels yeah. like it could be a song earlier on in the album. And it's not a again not a bad thing. It's just kind of like oh oh this is the end now sort of a thing. Right. No, I agree. There's there's That's some good thing. imagery in there. Uh, like I was just a boy. My father seemed a mountain then. Um, the line about his mother's ghost hung across his shoulders. Uh, she was still watching over him, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I kind of agree with everything you said that there's just something about it. It doesn't quite feel like a closer. I think it works fine, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know that I come back to it all all that often. It doesn't feel like like uh, you know so much of the of uh, this music sounds like cinematic in a way. You know, like it feels yeah. like it could be in 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 an indie movie, um, and this doesn't feel like it's like it's the final anything at all yeah it just kind of feels like and it's another song oh the album's over again not horrible just like oh okay yeah um 
and then you just kind of go, oh, cool, we're done. I didn't realize that. So, yeah. Um, that's it. That is that's the first that. album in the series. So, um, yeah, I'd say overall I was, you know, I had texted you this throughout earlier in the week at one point, the mm-hmm. only thing I did say about the album, but um, it definitely felt to me, we had talked earlier in last episode about like that was laying the groundwork. And I was yeah. glad to hear that your criticisms or critiques were for, on ghosts were the same as mine. Yeah. This felt very much like what I was hoping would happen. Like it felt like it, it felt like it an improvement. Built, it felt like an imp- it built off the strengths of what ghost did really well. And then, yeah, excuse me, continued those on. So I, I really, oh my goodness, excuse me, I've got the hiccups. Um, I enjoyed this more, more than Ghost for sure. And I don't know if I'd say more than I was expecting because that makes it sound like I had low expectations. But um, I was, I was glad by how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, glad how much I enjoyed it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where this ranks. In I like I don't know, personally yet. We'll find mm-hmm. out at the end. I guess um, so. But yeah, it's it's I definitely higher than Ghost. I love it. <laughs> definitely higher than ghost Definitely. so um we're gonna do our was it kings and servants kings and servants we're calling all right kings and servants you went first you you guessed me last time so i'm gonna guess you first this okay. time so um i feel yeah I, I i felt confident last time so i'm not gonna say anything about that um i think that i would say kin is your le- <laughs> Kin is your least favorite, and I've got two tied for your first, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go with Always Gold as your favorite. Sorry, as your servant and then your king. Yes. Uh, two for two. Nice. Yeah, nice. Kin, there's, I, had it, I had it as a family portrait, actually, up until today. Oh, really? Uh, and then changed it to Kin. Um, yeah, I think there's just it's just a little slower, and I, I don't know. I still mm-hmm. like it. Again, mm-hmm. this is a least favorite does not mean dislike. Right. And then Always Gold. My favorite Radical Face song, hands down. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. oh that's good to know. Yeah. That's it, cool. There's something about it. I, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. I, you, you downplayed the hell out of that. I know. And you, you had to I do that know. purposefully. I bet you were, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, it's a hard one. It's a little bit of a harder one to dive deeper into. Like we could talk about the relationship of brothers all day, but. Um, sure, sure. Yeah. I, there's something about the music of it that instantly had me and then it's. Yeah. Was there, I I mean, you don't have to answer this if Mm -hmm. we'll get into it later with other other albums, but like when you started getting into Radical Face, listening to them from the podcast that you, you know, heard them on stuff, was there a moment, was there a song that you were like, okay, yeah, I'm hooked now? I don't know. I think a couple of the the sisters and the mute were in the podcast and I really liked Mm -hmm. those. There was a moment when I started listening to them again and then realized I had liked, um, we're on our way. Yeah, and, which is a later one. And probably uh, Welcome Home Son that I had like had yeah. those on like a YouTube playlist in college. And I was like, oh shit, this is this guy. Yeah. Like I realized right, right. I had heard him before. <laughs> I have heard that with people with with um, Welcome Home Son for a while. Whenever I talk about yeah. Radical Face. Yeah. And I, I tell them to listen to that song and they go, oh yeah, I know this one. Yeah. Um, that seems to be like that common theme there. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if this cool. was like an instant, like, oh, this is, this is the one, but, uh, it's sure it's where it is now. Which album is we're on the way on? Is that on? Uh, the bastards. Oh, it's on the, ba- okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Very cool. Um, all right. All right. So I think I am going to guess the dead waltz for your servant, uh, could also be kin or family portrait. <laughs> no, no, or kin or the moon is down. 
Uh, mm. Not family portrait. Um, your kings is much harder. I kind of want to say always gold, but I think I'm going to say Severus and Son. Well, Severus and Son is in the song, so I think you might be referring to Severus, Severus and Stone. Stone. That is... Um, Nick, you just gave me a two-point lead, Damn and you it. were you were zero for two, but you were your second choices were both right. Son of a um, bitch. Kin, it was my least favorite, and um, for exactly the reason, or sorry, my servant for exactly the reason I said that it just was. Um, so we were the same. It, we were the exact same. Yes, yeah, so it was Kin and always gold. Um, Kin just it feels too, and I again this sounds more rude than I mean. It, it's just too boring for me musically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like there's anything interesting that happens that keeps me going with it. Um, and I would just like you said, Severus and Stone or just like your your similar whatever. Severus and Stone was my favorite until my last listen today before the pod. And I was just like something about always gold is exactly like I said. Yeah. It just really kept it just makes you feel good. It calms you a little bit like oh, that yeah. humming oh, yeah. melody is so like like a breath out and stuff. So Absolutely. like you would have been, you would have been right earlier, but we didn't, I did my switch God, last, man. last right before the, the pod. So, Oh man, that trophy might be staying <laughs> on my record player. All I right. Want it. So, I want it bad, and, man. Yeah. Well, you want that. You want the fantasy league. Like you're just, you know, so let's move on then to what's next. Our, Our Salador secrets. Salador secrets. Uh, I'm going to do another album today, um, a little bit less of one that I've had on the back burner. It came out a couple months ago, uh, but the self-titled album from Muna. From uh, Muna? Yeah, Muna. yeah, yeah. M-U-N-A. Yeah. So, like, I've been casually listening to them since I almost saw them last year. They opened for Phoebe uh-huh. uh, when I saw yep. Phoebe. That's how I, yeah, uh, yeah. But I had a, I was late for some reason or other, which is not usual. So I missed like the first two songs. And then, so I caught like one as I was getting in my seat and then they got rained out and the storm oh, was bad enough that like we waited a good uh-huh. 30 minutes, 45 minutes so that they couldn't finish their set and Phoebe came out. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But yeah. so I've been like aware of them for a while and casually like listening to a couple songs uh-huh. um and then this new album came out and all the singles i was really liking and the album's great oh great okay i they are one of those bands that i have heard the name around a lot because they're on the same uh label yeah. as like that phoebe i think they're on saddest records or whatever it's called or yeah said the something and so i've seen them um I've seen her them with her just like online a lot, but never listened to. Yeah, and she had, she yeah. features on the one song. It's a lot more upbeat pop than uh, than Phoebe is. <laughs> than Phoebe, uh, yeah, yeah, fair. It's or the radical face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very different tonally. Totally, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. What um, do you got? I, you know, I've been kind of stuck trying to figure out what which one I want to go with because. Um, I, I was kind of, yeah, I was trying to figure out a few, but I think what I decided, and I think this is a good one, is that I want to um, promote and I'm going to feature the song Sideline by the band Low Phase. Hey. So um, that's my my brother's band, Low Phase. Um, uh, you know, as an older brother, obviously I'm excited for him um, with his music. I've never seen him work as hard on something as he has been this project, and I've never seen the the product of their hard work be so amazing. So their first single just came out in July called sideline. They have another one coming out soon. I think in the next couple of weeks and stuff. And 
I'm just, it's just so, it's so, so good. It's like there, it's one of those things where the, the thing that I love about his songwriting um, that I would never tell him to his face is that it's really, really catchy and it's really like easy to kind of get hooked into, but it's oftentimes very hard to compare it to something else. Like every once in a while, he'll play us, he'll sing a song or he'll show me a song and I'll be like, oh, I can kind of hear a little bit of like car seat headrest in that. Or I can hear a little bit of, you know, this band or this artist in there. But when I think of how to categorize the band, I can't think of how to do it. Um, So that's a good. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say kind of alternative rock, you know, like indie rock, um, but upbeat, fun, uh, really interesting musical stuff. So the 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 band is a low phase. The track is sideline. It's it's very, very good. They they had a like a YouTube live recording of a song that they like. Yeah. First started. Yeah. Last year sometime. Last year. And love that. And just been patiently awaiting something, and so it's exciting <laughs> that it's finally Hello. here. Hello, yeah, and yeah, I'm excited. It's too. very, very good. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, comes Let's out. out. I think it comes out next couple week, next week or two. So by yeah. the time this comes out, honestly, um, it might already That's be true. out. The next, so yeah, so they've got um, at, at least at the time of recording, they've got sideline that is out now, and then yep. the next one, which is is called Doctor, which I'm I love that song. Doctor comes out the end of August. Um, and so so depending on when this episode drops, there might be two tracks there, but doctor is, is such a bop. So, um, yeah, look out for, uh, look out for the new low stuff. So, um, yeah, cool. Well, that about does her. Um, and so we'll be back next time with the branches, this, the blue one, the second one. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll see how sad that one gets, but in the meantime, um, listen to some good stuff, cheer yourself up. Yeah. And uh, enjoy some good music and some good food and some good company. So we'll see you soon. Adios. Amigos. Buenos noches. What's buenos noches mean? Good night. Buenos no. I'm one of the uh, good night. Buenos noches. That's it. That was perfect. Yeah. Um, buenos noches. Com- compadres. <laughs> I'm so white. Compadre. Okay. Anos. Bye. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> We're white. <laughs> <laughs>